So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, got a great comment here from Aaron Ford, a realtor at Windermere in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. She says, Pat, this is truly a valuable toolbox. And she's talking about the agent success toolbox. Thank you for your generosity in sharing this. I've been following your podcast for about a year now. I'm a massive fan. Thank you, Aaron. Well, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate the review. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, congratulations to the following graduates of Rebus University. From the online review certification course, I have Chrissy Romano from Live Love Atlanta. Congratulations, Chrissy. For the 100 days to building an ISA team, I have Jackie Minikoff from Keller Williams Billingham team. The Five Alive course, we have a graduate, Megan Parnell from Redux Realty. Congratulations, Megan. The Certified Real Estate Mogul. Yes, the Certified Real Estate Mogul. This is the first person to complete the entire Certified Real Estate Mogul course. All five pillars of the course, going from buying and flipping single-family homes all the way up to syndicating apartment buildings and creating a private equity fund. All five pillars finished by Mr. Steve Callahan from Plum Tree Real Estate. Congratulations, Steve. Got a graduate for the price reduction course, the certified price reduction course. Same agent, Steve Callahan. Man, he is busy. Congratulations, Steve Plumtree Real Estate. Got a graduate of the Certified Listing Agent course, Mr. Matt Bohannon from House Match Real Estate. Thank you, Matt. Way to go with the Certified Listing Agent program. Learning how to close listings every single time you go on a listing appointment. Lots of graduates this week, so I congratulate all of you for your certifications at Rebus University. And guys, if you want any of these courses that I've mentioned, I'm going to give you a 50% off coupon right now. Just go to rebusuniversity.com, type in PH50 for 50% off the course of your choice. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great return guest. Been a while since I had this guy on, and he is full, full of value, and he's all about real estate. He's all about real estate sales 
which we're going to dig into now, uh, some lessons he's learned recently since his last show. And uh, so anyways, it was just as the way the universe has it. I was in Austin, Texas at a GoBundance event. And I was literally flying out the next morning. I was in, um, I was eating sushi with a, uh, a couple of uh, GoBros of mine, David Osborne, Mike McCarthy, Tim Rode, were sitting around the table discussing business, and Chris Waters was sitting at the table next to me. So he came up and we chatted, been on the show a few times. He's back, and uh, he is into some really good stuff. I said, dude, we need to get you back on the show ASAP. So here it is, not but like two weeks later, and, and as a man of action, he's back on. So Chris, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars. I appreciate you taking the time. Pat, man, I'm so glad to be on. It's been super impressive to see what you guys have been building with Rebus and the knowledge you're sharing out to the real estate universe. And um, it's great running into you and great to hopefully are, are excited to add some value and hopefully share some nuggets with, with people that uh, tune into your show. Hey, boss, why don't you kind of give everybody a little rundown on yourself so they can get to know who you are. Who is Chris Waters? So I started a real estate team back in 2010 and I really just operated out of ignorance and not knowing what I was doing, which was uh, ended up being a big blessing in disguise. I had gotten my real estate license in 2006, uh, joined a big brokerage. I sold six houses and four months later I got out. I was 21 years old, was not coachable, was not very humble and um, got out of real estate after four months and closed about six deals. Three to four years later, I had invested in a bar and restaurant and I lost every dollar to my name and then some. And I was sleeping on my girlfriend's couch at the time who actually ended up marrying, which was probably the best thing that came out of that whole debacle of going broke and had a very humbling experience. She was buying me 99 cent breakfast taquitos <laughs> to eat. And, um, you know, I just, you know, I, I guess I'm unemployable. I, I just couldn't see myself going back to work for a company. And so I just started, um, you know, 2010, the market was horrible. There were tons of expires and withdrawals, and I just started crushing expires and withdrawals. and I was horrible at it in the beginning. I sucked at it, but I, got, I slowly got better. I got immersed in coaching, and that was a huge kind of key to help me kind of excel from a growth perspective. And then I also uh, was, when I say I was kind of ignorant, um, because I had kept my real estate license active, I was able to become a broker in 2010, and I had only sold six houses. And so I, I was building up my listing inventory. It's kind of, kind of a shame almost when you think about it. Like yeah. the state will say, all right, this dude is a broker now and he's only sold six houses. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you really think about that concept. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, hopefully not too many consumers watch this or it gets back to the Texas Real Estate Commission. No, I mean, but there's no, I mean, well, come to think of it, I thought in Maryland when I got my broker's license, I had to do a certain number of transactions or have a certain amount of years in the business, but maybe Texas is different. So what's interesting in Texas is like, I think the word got back to them that it was too easy because about two, three years ago, now you have to have, you know, four years of experience. You have to have like a bunch of transactional experience. Um, and there's over 900 classroom hours. And um, so it, it's got a lot, lot harder but um, I had very limited experience and, you know, I, I um, started recruiting out of the gate and building a team um, just out of necessity from the leads I was generating. And what's interesting is I think a big limiting belief for a lot of people is that you need credibility to recruit agents. And that's not the case. You need leads to recruit agents. 
And then the X factor is having a really big vision to get people excited about where you're going. And so, you know, that's what I was doing in 2010. I was broke on my girlfriend's couch um, and I was starting to build up listing inventory. And I, um, you know, back then Craigslist was really big. So I was generating a lot of leads through Craigslist on my Boomtown platform. I got Boomtown on a credit card and, um, you know, just out of necessity and being dead broke, I was just, you know, I was very coachable at that time in my life because I was also very humble. So anyways, three years went by and I grew the team really fast. We grew to uh, over 300 transactions, just shy of 100 million in sales in three years. And um, I kind of put my head up in the air or, or went up for a gasp of air, if you will, because I had my face to the grindstone for several years. And a lot of people said, you know, you've done something really special and you, you know, you, you scaled the team model faster than most people I, they've ever met. So I had a lot of people started telling me that and, you know, they said, you know, you, you really have kind of a obligation to share your story, you know, because there's a lot of people that could benefit from what you've learned. So let, let, let's talk about like what, what that means. You scaled the team model, like what, obviously you start at zero or six houses, right? And then you open up your own brokerage and then how many houses are you selling today? So this year we'll close, our goal is to hit 1,300 closings. We're on track for sure. So it'll be somewhere between 12 and 1,300 closings this year. Okay, 12 and 30. So you're doing 100 closings a month. Get yeah. this, guys, 100 closings a month. Now, what do you consider yourself, Chris? Like a lot of people come on a show, they, they, they call it a teamerage, right? It's a team, but it's a brokerage. Uh, is is that what you guys are, or are you more of an uh, a traditional brokerage in that sense of the word? Good question. So we are an independent brokerage, but when people say the team, the word team, what that means to me is it's more of an organizational model around how you run the business. So we have inside sales agents, we have transaction coordinators, listing agents, and buyer agents. So we run a independent brokerage. Like yeah. the team model, that right? would be a teamerage. That's what a lot of people would call teamerage, right? It's a it's run like a team, right? Not like a traditional brokerage where you just collect licenses and and hope some rise to the top. Exactly. Yep. Um. So you you're organized. You provide leads to your yep. agents. Yep. Yep. So okay. I mean, my my average listing agent is selling seventy five to one hundred twenty five homes each per year. Okay. How many listing agents do you have? Uh, so we have a total of six. We have a total six, of six listings. What 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 splits are they on? So my um, listing agents make ten percent of the gross commission, or fifteen percent of the gross commission, depending on what commission menu the seller signs up for. Depending on the commission that they get, basically. Yeah. So like okay. we have a menu of commission options for sellers, and if they pick our premium listing, the listing agent gets fifteen percent. Got it. Oh, that's cool. So a premium listing, what is this? Just out of curiosity, what's this? I mean, this is going to be a great conversation. What's the seller get? I mean, it's public information. So what's the seller yeah. get for a premium listing if I want to list my house? Yeah. So like we have three options, uh, 6%, 7%, and 8%. The 8% option gets all the same benefits of the seven, except it includes our guaranteed sale program. You know, lots of people think guaranteed sales gimmicky. I mean, the truth is we buy three to four homes a month. And so it's only gimmicky to the people that can actually purchase a house. Um, truth is we actually buy several per month. The, but the premium listing, what it includes, for example, uh, includes our seller's incentive club, where we advertise a listing with a $10,000 agent bonus. 
Um, so every hundred listings we sell, we give away a ten thousand dollar bonus. I've given away over two hundred and fifty. I've given away over two hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars since we started this. So that's one little thing we add. We also build a unique website for the seller, like one two three mainstreet.com, and then we drive traffic to that website utilizing social media campaigns, Google AdWords. We also uh, give them access to Updater. If you haven't heard of Updater, go check it out. It's an amazing. What is it? So Updater is a tool that was uh, developed that integrates like the postal service, the DMV, um, all of your utility service providers. And so the seller has one portal to go in and change all their stuff. And it, it saves about six hours of time for the t- traditional seller. So we include the $10,000 giveaway. We include Updater. We also... Um, we, we offer a pro we have this thing called seller shield. And so what seller shield is it's a $10,000 um, insurance policy against, against future litigation. So, so the thing a lot of consumers don't know is as brokers, we have ENO insurance. So if we get sued, we're covered, but the seller isn't. So we also offer this thing called seller shield. It's up to $10,000 in prepaid legal insurance in that 7%. And then um, we also offer a home staging consultant. We have a professional staging consultant. We pay out of pocket up front to go meet the seller and show them how to stage the house like a model home. Um, If the house is vacant, we offer Box Brownie, which is a virtual staging service. It's a really cool uh, service. Um, So, I mean, those are some of our big hit items. There's there's more to it. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, so bottom line is if they get a 7 or 8%, they get 15%. If they get a traditional 6%, they get 10%. And you got six of these guys running around, and then uh, your percentage of buyer agent versus uh, like buyer deals versus seller deals is what. So we have um, we have a total of about thirty, a little over thirty buyers agents. So it's like it's it's like a one to five ratio, like one. Wow, that's fascinating. Per um, five buyers agents, who makes more money? Buyer's agents or listing agents? Believe it or not, my listing agents make more money and my buyer agents are on a higher splits. Um, but my listing agents are highly leveraged. My listing agents wake up, they look at their calendar and they've got appointments to go on. They turn in the listing agreements to our marketing team and transaction management team. And then uh, you know their only job is to make the um, uh, weekly success calls. And then they're also responsible for calling the um, uh, sellers when an offer comes in. Okay, and then how do you get the listing appointments to keep them busy? So, our, you know, my, my inside sales agents in Austin, for example, my one ISA, he's booking 75 to 100 appointments per month. And, what, and he's calling who? So, he's working only inbound leads coming in through radio, TV, billboards, direct mail, our database, etc. Um, now, okay, my, let me slow it down. Radio, TV, direct mail, yep. database. So, so basically, you're spending money to buy listing leads yep. in a plethora of, of ways, right? Mm-hmm. So within the said plethora, right, mm-hmm. which one works best? You know, the interesting thing is like if anybody's listening to this call, you've got to be really careful when you do like some of these very expensive lead levers like radio, TV, billboard, direct mail, because you got to take into account the cash conversion cycle. Um, so you have to put out a lot of money before you even get to break even. And then, you know, when you get a new listing, you have all these expenses. So you've got to be ready to light a match to a lot of, you know, you got to be be ready to light a, light a, a match to a bunch of cash. So like what I recommend most people doing in the early stage 
advantage of building a team is go after the low, the low hanging fruit, expires withdrawns, fizzbos, like distressed sellers, those type of leads that are very inexpensive. Yep. You'll hone in your skills. Your cost per client is significantly less and it'll make you a better skilled salesperson and it'll help you build revenue momentum so that, you know, it's easier. So basically, you. so you, you're saying you don't know, right? There's, there's the bottom line is you, you at, you have this soup and you don't know which, whether the carrots or the peas or the potatoes do the best. All you know is that at the end of the day, you're doing a lot of business and, and you can't think like that. You can think like that when you're small and you can go expireds and fizzbos and you can know exactly what's working best for listing leads. But when you get to a, a point of how you are, you just got to kind of do everything and see what funnels, see how the profit loss looks at the end of the month. Is that what you're saying? No, not exactly. I mean, when we started, you know, when you start, for example, um, so we first started crushing expired withdrawals, FISBOs, home valuation leads, and we still do those things. And then we added one radio station and we would test to see if it worked. And it usually took, you know, six to 12 months to see if it worked. And we would always ask the consumer when they called in, you know, how'd you hear about us? or what's your favorite morning talk show that you like listening to or whatever. And we assign a, a lead source to it to calculate ROI. And so, you know, we definitely know which lead sources are working. The thing is the thing, Pat, that I think is really, I want to be really careful of is I think if there's one thing, I feel like I have a moral obligation to the general public or general real estate industry about is like, it's, it's so important to do the right things in the right order. So like doing radio, TV, billboards, like it sounds awesome. And you probably hear a lot about, about a lot of big teams doing it. But if you're, if you're not doing north of about 150 closings, you shouldn't even think about it. Like your team's not well enough developed and you're, st you're still in the early stage of growth. So that's why I'm, I'm being a little care careful answering your question because, yes, I, I can tell you um, in terms of mass media, the best legion source is radio. And then what builds on top of radio is TV. TV would be number two. And then number three would be billboard. Brokers and team leaders, are you tired of seeing dwindling numbers at your monthly sales meetings? And I don't mean numbers as far as sales, I mean numbers as far as agents attending. Do you struggle with creating new and exciting content that will not only motivate your agents, but deliver actual results to them? Do you want your agents using proven sales techniques that increase their commissions? We've got the answer for you. Rebus University is launching a Lunch and Learn series you can purchase to provide structure and content to your meetings. The series has 12 30-minute trainings taught by me and top producers from around the world and specifically is designed to increase production for your agents. Plus, when you purchase these trainings, you will also receive significant discounts for the go-getters on your team or in your office who want more training and bigger results. So don't delay. Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams. That's hybendigital.com backslash teams or call Catherine Brower today at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900. And get started with your Rebus University Lunch and Learn.
And I would think TV would be terrible because the last time I watched live TV, you know, I fell off my pet dinosaur. So, like, what, like, uh, does it really work? I mean, I understand people still listen to radio, but no, I can't, re- you know what I mean? Live TV is, is dead. Dead as Elvis. How do you, how do you, does so, it really work? Yeah. So, so TV is surprisingly effective. The, there's, Honestly, in real estate, like everybody gets excited about new lead generation shiny objects and every single lead gen strategy has a unique formula. So with TV, it's really about doing a great job negotiating the best possible buy and you, it's a hybrid between making sure you get spots that air during the news when most people watch. So like news segments are when people don't typically DVR. So you've got to crush the news and then you also need high frequency during the day. And then you've got to get your cost dialed in so that your client acquisition cost per deal is going to come way down. So TV, TV is really good. It's just all, it's man, it's so much about um, drilling into your, um, your cost and making sure you get a good uh, rate for those new segments and for the um, off hour segments during the day. It's about frequency and reach and man, there, there's a freaking formula to it. Um, some, another interesting little nuance about TV is like, you know, there's the Fox, um, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And in every market it's different. And I've tested like the number one station and the number five station. And with the top stations, like the number one station, for example, to get favorable rates that you pay, like per spot to air, you have to spend in excess of a certain amount of money in order to have negotiating power. So you're not even doing cable now. You're just doing local news. Yep. So I tested cable. Cable was, cable was horrible. Um, cable sucked for us. Um, we had all of our success with ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, and crushing the news, and then running spots during the day, and then most importantly, negotiating really, you really. You don't good. run spots during soap operas, do you? Well, you know, they we get so part of the negotiation is like getting a bunch of free, free spots to run during the day and close you down. Yeah, but news is yeah. where you you, you yeah. cluster around the news. Yep, being real intentional around the news. So let, let, let's talk about this. So someone's driving down the road. They're like, I want to be like Chris. I want to open up my own brokerage. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, have a model that's a hybrid between employee and agent. You know, we've seen that before, right? And, it, and it's usually extremely effective. Good for you. So it's 100 deals a month you're doing, right? What is your ECI? Now, we call this on the show ECI, Ego Commission Income. Because a lot of agents like to brag about it, but it's many times it's egotistical because uh, it means nothing. But what what is your ECI like? What's your total gross commissions off of these hundred deals a month? Would you say? So let's say the last twelve months. Uh, yes, I mean we're we'll finish the year at about nine million in GC. Nine million dollars. And what's your profit margin on that? So we so we have our main team in Austin. We started, and that team will do about six hundred and fifty closings. We open an expansion team in San Antonio, one in Amarillo, and one in Colleen. And those teams want the Colleen one's like five months old. Amarillo team is um, three years old. San Antonio is two years old. The reason I think it's important for people to understand this is as your team gets bigger, your profitability is going to go down, but your business will get bigger. And you would probably rather have, for example, 3%, like Walmart makes three net profit. And I would love to have 3% of Walmart's gross revenue versus 50% of a mom and pop local. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So Walmart makes 3% of gross profit. And yeah, we don't, nobody, Yes, I, I agree. No one expects like a brokerage. And brokerage, by the way, you, you know, there's a lot of brokers. We've had several on the show recently that 
that are making like less than 2% just because that's the model. So let's, so guys, let, let's not get team mixed up with team Ridge. I think team Ridge usually is going to end up in between brokerage and team as far as profit per transaction. But what, what is it? What would you say it is? So if you've got a, when you get, when, so our team in Austin, which is much more, more mature is, is operating at around 25% profitability. And then these newer teams, like they just don't have as much infrastructure in place and they're still smaller. So a lot of, you know, some of my, my team leaders and whatnot, they're wearing multiple hats. And so they're much more, much more profitable. So like the smaller teams are operating at a 35, 36, 37% profit, profit margin. But then the, um, the bigger team, Austin is at 25%. So it's just the natural progression as you go through these stages of growth, as you're building, um, a company using the team model. Um, and you've got, and you know, you try to hire more, uh, key people to continue leveraging and growing the, the business. Yeah. Well, that's awesome to hear, dude. That's awesome to hear. And it's awesome to hear that they profit this early in the game because a lot of people that open expansions offices, if you look at them in the beginning, five months old, there's no profit, right? There's yeah. zero profit. Yeah. So, I mean, we, you know, so I, I brought on a team leader. Um, and so he's actually a franchise. So I basically let him copy and paste everything from my business and he just pays me a small royalty and then I help coach him and all this stuff. And uh, so he's only five months in and last month he closed 21 transactions for just over a hundred thousand in um, gross commission dollars. So, I mean, he's five months in and I mean, he's made, he's made more money this month than he made the entire year last year as an individual agent. Hey, crazy. And then what's the franchise fee? Um, so the, the franchise fee is, um, depends on the size of your team. If you're a new team, it's only 15 grand and that basically covers your two weeks here in Austin. And it's like a very intensive workshop. That's the initiation. So you pay 15 grand front. What about the royalty? The royalty, uh, starts at 10%, but goes down to six, which is kind of the standard in the industry, about a 6% royalty. And then do they got to use your, your housing, of like your ISA and all that and pay fees to utilize all that stuff? Nope. So we, we try to actually help them build up their own ISA team, their own listing team. We tell them how to get leads, what lead sources to go after. But, you know, the, I think the biggest misconception about franchising is people think that you're buying into a franchise system for the brand. And in our system, like you don't even have to use our branding. So like the branding is minimal. It's all about you, the rainmaker. It's not about us. Like go research the Chad Brady group or the Lori Horner group or the Desmond Graham team. And the branding is all about them. We're kind of like the guts to their system, to their team. And, um, you know, we're helping them, uh, you know, grow significantly faster than they would have been able to do on their own. Um, just from all the things we've learned. I mean, I've, you know, we've spent in excess of about 5 million in lead generation over the last eight years testing everything imaginable. So, you know, same with like compensation, you know, how do you pay buyers, agents, listing agents, like what's the stages of growing your team? Honestly, the best thing I could encourage anybody to do, which I was talking, which I told you, Pat, I'd send you a free copy of is our, um, is our book. So our, um, the book I wrote is, was my journey of building a real estate team and how I got down this path of like coaching and helping people was, man, it's, it was really, I just felt a moral obligation because like I, you know, I um, had my face to the grindstone and kind of looked up and some people in the industry told me we started doing something really special. And like, it's really not for, I'm not really not the type of personality that likes to be the front 
man. And, you know, I'm, I'm, for anybody that knows me, I'm, you know, I don't enjoy having to go do like public speaking and, um, you know, it's just not my thing, man. I don't, it's not something I enjoy. I just, I love working hard. I love helping other people be successful. And, um, you know, I had a, I had a, you know, pretty crappy, you know, first couple, you know, well, first year, cause I was dead broke sleeping on my girlfriend's couch. <laughs> and so, um, very humbling. And so like, I just wanted to help empower other people that were young. Cause at 2010, I was like 25, 26 years old. And I felt like there was a lack of, um, clarity from a career trajectory perspective. And I was a young, ambitious guy. And like, I just didn't understand the the path of trajectory of success. And, you know, everybody has their own opinion. And so like, you know, that was really important to me to want to give back to the, to the real estate industry. I've, I've worked with a lot of great coaches uh, over the years. And I feel like one of the biggest shortcuts to success is finding somebody that's in the position you want to be in and then going and modeling them. And so, I mean, that's, ex that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help other people that want to grow the team model and I want to help them grow it, you know, super, super fast. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I love it. I, lo I love how you say, you know, franchising is not about brand. It's about speed. Yep. Yep. You know? you and, 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 and I love that. So, so like, what are some things that real estate agents that you see, right? Obviously not on in your team or not in your franchise are doing today where the juice is not worth the squeeze, Chris, where they're just, they're spending time that they don't need to spend and it's not making the money they should be making. Yeah. So I see, I'll tell you three, I want to, there's a couple of things I'll share with you. Three of the limiting, the biggest limiting beliefs people have. I'll share those with you. Yeah. This is great guys. You should write this down to three of the biggest limiting beliefs of real estate agents today. So one is that you need credibility and massive amount of experience to recruit agents, to recruit and train agents. Like people think you need to have sold hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals and been in the business for forever, 10 plus years to go and build a team. That's totally false. In the beginning, you can recruit to the leads and, you know, as, as a, a new team leader, you know, your mentorship and guidance is a tremendous value, you know, like you're kind of financing the success of new agents on your team. So that, that is really a huge value proposition on top of leads you can offer. So number one is you don't, you don't have to have the credibility and massive experience to recruit agents. That's the biggest limiting belief I see, number one. That's the second, nice. I like it. The, the second limiting belief I see is that 
team people that want to build teams they think they need to close a bunch of deals to have revenue in order to pay for lead generation and that's totally false okay wait a minute. they think they need to have a bunch of deals close to pay for lead generation so they got to go out and do it themselves before they can start buying leads well so the, i know this may this may sound counterintuitive maybe but agents think like literally they need to be closing a ton of deals to afford lead generation and that's totally false so we started something called our brand ambassador program and we bring in over fifty thousand dollars per month from local business owners and they're not just settlement service providers they are also local business owners and we host a a monthly mastermind and, and this is essentially our preferred vendor list of, um, of local businesses in our market that we recommend to our clients. And they all put money into a kitty, which we use to pay for our lead generation. So when I was sleeping on oh, my that's girlfriend- cool. I've seen that. I, we did that once, and I know we got the idea from Chad Goldwasser. You probably did too. Um, he was the first one that started that really, where just kind of you just get local businesses to give you money to recommend them and put them on a preferred list every month. And, uh, and it's, it's just a way to start, you know, building money. And then I think what Chris is saying, you could use that to, to buy leads. I don't know. I don't know what Chad did, but what gave me the idea was like, you see all these people on Instagram and social media platforms that are like pushing product because they have influence and they're getting paid for it. Right. And so like as a real estate agent, I think NAR posted a study that says, when, it, when a home sells, there's an excess of $80,000 that gets injected into the economy. And as agents, we are a huge lever to that. And people count on us referring, you know, trusted um, vendors to help them for like home improvement and all things related to their house. And so this brand ambassador thing is something I got from seeing in social media. But the thing that I added to it, which came from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich is the mastermind. And so we have a, a monthly mastermind with these local business owners where we talk about what's working in our business and you know what we're doing to grow. And we also talk about what our biggest challenge is. And so I get everybody to chip into this kitty. And that and so like I told you about sleeping on my girlfriend's couch. I didn't have the money to pay for leads. So the way that I paid for the leads back in 2010 was through the brand ambassador program and getting uh, local business owners to chip into our kitty. And in return, I would interview the business owners using viral marketing, and send that to our database. I would put them on our listing package uh, packages, our listing guides, uh, buyer guides, our website, etc. Have them come into our team meetings to talk about their business and what makes them unique. So that's what we were, you know, doing to, um, you know, position them in a favorable outcome because we trusted them to do a great job for our clients. So limiting belief number two is you need to be closing a lot of deals and you need to have a lot of revenue to pay for lead generation. That's limiting belief number two because you don't. You can actually go get money from other local businesses to cover lead gen costs. So the third, the third limiting belief is about how you hire real estate agents. So people building teams think that you, they should only hire one or two at a time, one or two real estate agents at a time to hire. And that's completely false. So like NAR posted a study about how one out of five agents makes it through their first year. And as a team leader, you may think that you can have more success making people successful. But in statistics, as your sample size grows, you get a truer sense of the true mean of who's going to be successful, right? And so if you're a team and you're recruiting only one or two people at a time, it's a limiting belief to think you're going to have success with only one or with bringing in only one or two agents per month, because it's highly likely that any of those agents will 
um, actually succeed because your, your conversion rate of success is going to be one in five. So the statement I want to put in there around limiting belief is that, or the thing I like to say that you need to remind yourself of is essentially every real estate agent you hire, 99% of them will either quit or fail at some point in their time at your business. And you need to remind yourself that 99% of them will either quit or fail. And that 1% will be the, the leaders that actually help you build the organization. And so it's, it's, it's all about hiring in groups of, of a minimum of five and then having a vetting process and an extension of the interview process where you, where you see them in actual like, like practical application. You see them day in and day out taking action. You know, like if you've ever dated a girl, like the first 30 days, everything like you, you know, you see the best, you, everybody presents them best, their best selves, but between days 30 and 90 is when people's, you know, you really see who's committed and who's going to commit to building a habit of prospecting, lead generation, working their database, their, you know, nurturing their pipeline, et cetera. They say it takes 66 days to build a habit. So it's super important that the first 90 days is a vetting process. And when you bring people in, you figure out who are the ones committed and you don't find that out till between days 30 and day 90. And so you've got to be really disciplined about making sure you bring on people that are exhibiting the right behaviors and taking the right actions when they join your team. Cause you're in the team model, you're trying to build a team of Navy SEALs. Right. Yeah. You want them good. And, and I love that 1% rule there. Well, listen, Chris, why don't we finish this up with your free gift? As you know, everyone that comes on the show brings a free gift. What did you bring to Rockstar Nation today? So I'm going to share a PDF and it's an organizational chart that'll show you how to build a mega team that closes in excess of $100 million per year in gross sales and is doing hundreds and hundreds of transactions. And this will help you kind of understand what you need to kind of reverse engineer as you're building your team. That's awesome, dude. I appreciate it. All that will be on the show notes, which will be on hybendigital.com backslash Chris Waters and it's C-H-R-I-S, right? Yep. W-A-T-T-E-R-S number, and I don't know if this is the second or third time you've been on here. I'm going to put number three. Yeah, I think this is number three, yeah. Yeah, Chris Waters 3. Uh, hybendigital.com backslash Chris Waters 3. It'd also be in the Agent Success Toolbox, which can be found at hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444999. Chris, we cut this too short because me and you were BSing for a long time before the show started. So I know I'm going to get a lot of complaints from people saying, man, I wish you had had Chris on longer. I'm going to reach out to you, bro. We're going to get in. We're going to, we're going to schedule a 90 minute one. Cause we could go <laughs> all day. You know, you got such good content. I really appreciate you coming back on Chris and uh, we'll definitely catch up uh, in the very near future. Cool. Pat. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. 
People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.